Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give opinions from a secular point of view. If you want to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, which will allow you to chat with us directly on Discord, where we record... Tuesday nights, right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. If you can't do that, please post something to our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. This week, uh, we'll be talking about all the stuff from last week, (laughs) (laughs) because I just carried over most of it, uh, added a few things. Because we weren't here last week. Mm. Right. We missed the show last week. It was the one vacation day a year that Ray allows us. (laughs) (laughs) But first... I will start up. I, I put this under a follow up because we've talked about him so many times. Ted Haggard, if uh, you remember him, he was a evangelical preacher. He was president of the National Association of Evangelicals in the mid two thousands. He has well, he was ousted because of his scandals. Uh, yes, <laughs> various scandals. His mm-hmm. sex scandals. Um, he. Very much was against same-sex marriage, and um, yeah, as it turns out, his scandals were all about hitting on and groping young men. So, since his fallout, uh, for the last decade, he started a new church called the St. James Church in Colorado Springs. He got back in the church game after that? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And then more recently, in April, he sold his church... For $2 million, said that he was going to be shifting his focus to a new model of home-based churches. So now he goes from home to home, striking up the gospel, I guess. Which, as it turns out, allows him more directly access to young men. Oh dear. Uh, Because he is once again being accused of uh, taking teens and young men four-wheeling... Encouraging them to go without shirts, oh my God. with their chests muddied, <laughs> and then purposefully coming into contact with them beyond a shoulder squeeze, according to the article. Wow. I so can only assume not. that the parents that let them go <laughs> with him didn't realize who he was. Oh, or, no, that can't be true. Or thought didn't that, you, didn't you, know. you tell us a story about... Some Mormon guy who would kidnap children and then go ask their parents for handies and they were cool with that? Yeah, Jared mentioned that, that there was a movie about that guy, right? Yeah. Oh, the uh, oh yeah, that was uh, that was in the seventies, though. <laughs> <laughs> right, but he was he was uh, you know a well known sex abuser, and he's like, hey, I want to abuse your kids, and they were like, sounds good. Yeah, I assume but that's that was different. similar with this. That's different than being gay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, gay but he is the. I mean, the, he not only gay publicly outed as gay, but, but he asked God for forgiveness. He prayed about it. God forgave him, and so people have to. Or, I'm just or not, saying, like, I understand that's the the in the rule book, mm. but if you're a parent, you'd be like, well, there's thousands of pastors who will take my kids bike riding or whatever, right? Why Ted Haggard out of all of them? I, why was he a very popular preacher in the first place? He's charismatic, probably. Right, but I'm I'm saying it has to be that they didn't know who he was. Mm. I'm hoping that. I'm, I'm okay. I should say I'm hoping that. <laughs> <laughs> so part of the story, and I find this very odd, came about from Reverend Kirk Sethman, 
who was ordained by and worked with Haggard at St. James, his new church. So at one point, when this started coming out, Haggard had sat them over and said, yeah, you've, here, take this away from me. This is a briefcase holding a whole bunch of stuff that I don't need in my life anymore. Take this away from me so that I can avoid the temptation. Mm -hmm. So after Sethman leaves, he opens it and finds a bag of methamphetamine with very little of the meth that he was supposed to have left in it. Uh, It had a glass meth pipe, multiple sex toys, a DVD with two young males on the cover, and a credit card with Haggard's name on it. This was re- so, recently? This was back in oh. 2012. Yeah. So it was about two years after he started his new church. It so did. basically, it's been constant. Like, he hasn't slowed down. He hasn't stopped. It's Well, there's been or, very few consequences, so why would well, he? Well, are his victims adults, or are they children? Uh, children, for the most part. Young oh, teens. now you've won me back as to mm-hmm. needing to do something about this guy. Oh, was it yeah. children originally, though? I thought it was just dudes. Y- young men. So I think originally it was... Over the age of 18? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Am I, I think unclear it... about where I'm going with this? <laughs> because, I, because I was about to say, Ted, why don't you just give in to what you really like? But if it's kids, don't do that. <laughs> right. It, it, is right. Un, it is not specific. It says okay. young men. That's what I needed to know to move forward. Because mm. if this story is, hey, you know those evangelicals, they're hypocrites. <laughs> Good story. We've had that story one million times. Mm. <laughs> if this story is, hey, this evangelical leader likes to rape children, we also have had that story one million times, but that's horrible. <laughs> that yeah, needs yeah, I to be stopped I, I, and corrected immediately. I think that it's it's basically young men, but then he doesn't necessarily draw a line anywhere. Okay, that I mean he's he's he seems like a horrible person that needs to be stopped, but if he is a guy who pretends to be religious because it makes him a multimillionaire and is really uh, you know, likes to bang dudes on the side but has to keep it quiet because he's afraid it will hurt his bottom line, that's scummy, but it's scummy. Right. If he's a, you know, if he's a pedophile rapist, then he needs to be at least taken off the streets. Right. Yeah. See, that's the thing is, I don't think he committed a crime originally. I think he was just. Well, a, a, meth he, is illegal. Huh? Meth is, meth meth. is illegal. Methamphetamine yeah. is well, illegal. No, no, no. Okay. I'm sorry. A sex crime. Uh, oh, in, okay. In the beginning. I think it was just that he got outed and people found out that he was like hiring hook male hookers and. All right. other kinds was, of shit, yeah. and he was doing drugs, and they're like, I just leave. wanted to be clear if this was a horrific yeah. crime or if this was Jerry Falwell Jr. all over again. Right. And there's a big distinction between those two. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry Falwell Jr. is a hypocrite, and he and his wife are into somewhat deviant stuff. This guy seems like a hypocrite who's into somewhat deviant sort of vanilla stuff. Except for the meth, I would say. Yeah, if he wants to do meth, I don't give a shit. But right. he's he's also uh, giving uh, sharing the meth with his young men friends. Yeah, so that's, yeah, distributing it is 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 not a good choice. <laughs> and again, after all this time, Ted, why not just fucking give in, dude, and just go out and be a gay guy? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> but is he really right. making millions and millions of dollars now? I know in the beginning he probably was when he was a uh, f- when he had a family and 
was going around and I, I remember there's this always this creepy video of him being like evangelicals do it the best in the bedroom or something like that. Yeah. Gross ass <laughs> shit that he said. But now is he just eking out a living or <laughs> well, if you did- mean like he slapped together a fake church and in a year sold it for two million dollars? Oh, I, I didn't. Mean, ca- I'm sorry. I didn't catch that part. Okay, you're right. Now I know why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> two two yeah, million dollars. You you did say that, correct? Right. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a. That's that's a. He's not going to get a ton of sympathy from me financially. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, just had to mention him again. He's in the news again. Ted. <laughs> uh, another follow up, and this takes a violent shift, but. Uh, the January 6th hearing. We didn't talk about the last January 6th hearing because we didn't have a show last week. So I thought I would throw this in here and see if we had anything that we wanted to discuss. Anything that uh, had, you know, had come up since. I, I had linked several articles about this. First off, Trump's quote-unquote lack of action during uh, the events of January 6th. Which I don't which... feel really quite covers it, but okay. Right. His lack of action was because he wanted it to happen. Like, he didn't do anything to stop it because that's what he desired. Right. Yeah. It was the desired outcome. That's what he'd been pushing people to do, so. Uh, The other thing, the next thing, the video showing him filming his speech about uh, January 6th, where he had to, he was supposed to come out and condemn what had happened and say that the election's over and blah, 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 and basically concede. And it, it was the behind the scenes of him saying, I don't want to say the election is over. I don't want to say, like, we've already said you will pay. I'm not going to say, you know, they'll go to jail. Like, he really backed down off of what he was supposed to, to give the speech about, which, yeah. Was duh. this the one where he was having trouble with the word yesterday yeah he couldn't get yesterday out it was hilarious it's a hard word for him (laughs) and it ended up what was it ivanko eventually was like well we all know when when it happened you don't have to say yesterday yeah so take it out (laughs) uh the next piece i and i found this a little interesting when it uh when it aired they really kind of focused on josh howley for a little bit and uh his little (laughs) scampering away which i get it it's funny they turned him into a meme. They did. Right. <laughs> but I don't know why the, the January 6th committee, like, actually focused on Josh Hawley. Like, it didn't uh, really... The way I read it, or at least what I heard, is that don't forget that Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney are both Republicans. And Republicans will fucking get you back. <laughs> and they, are, they do not like Josh Hawley. So any chance to embarrass him, they took it. Because they have, because they're, they're Republicans, they don't care. They're not going to take the higher ground, right? <laughs> True, and I, I mean, it definitely is what it was. Like that was really just to embarrass Howley. Like, and it I worked. See, yeah, it, I, I think it really did. Probably the most important thing that I, I wanted to discuss a little bit was Pence's security detail. Uh, it came out that they feared for their lives, that they were calling family members and saying their g- goodbyes because they didn't know if they were going to ever make it home again. And then the complete verification that Pence didn't trust his own security detail because he didn't know, like, like he wouldn't get into the one car because he didn't know who he was driving and he didn't know where they were going to take him. It's, uh, it's really, uh, that piece of it was really eye-opening to me. Yeah. And if you put that with the fact that I forget what day it was, it was like January 4th, 
January 3rd, something like that. Chuck Grassley said that um, he was ready to step into Pence's place because Pence wouldn't be there. And that was an interesting thing to say. He walked it back soon afterwards, but he said it. So, and and his his position is pro tempore, pro tempore emeritus of the United States Senate, something like that. I don't know. President pro tem. There's a vice vice president? He's president pro tem, whatever that, it's some position in the Senate. I don't know what it means, but- it it would be his role to step in if um if Pence hadn't been there. Oh, okay. So the hope, at you know, with the least amount of murder, was get him in this car with some loyalists to take him out of the picture. Declare Chuck Grassley the vice president. Have him invalidate the election. Yes. And oh my God. Yeah. Now, it wasn't declare him vice president. It was it would be declaring it was allow him, him to do the role of the vice president because he was vice vice right. president. Because the vice president is president of the Senate, so Grassley would right. be stepping into the role of president of the Senate. Right. While while Pence isn't available, yes, and he would be not available because their flunkies were keeping him safe somewhere. Right. Right. And the question is, it's, I mean, it's probably a multi part, you know stupid plan. The Secret Service, I think the Secret Service was intending to sweep him away and not return him to the Capitol. And that's why Pence didn't get in the car. Maybe he knew, uh, maybe he suspected, don't know. Well, wait, is this all connected with the uh, the missing text? Maybe, um, yes. It is, it, we don't know, but yeah. it is a potential component of that. Oh. Yes. If the Vice President is hesitant to go with the Secret Service, mm. and then the Secret Service, then or then then people ask for the Secret Service's cooperation, and what was it, a week after they asked, they had to do a regularly scheduled maintenance where they give everybody new phones, delete them from the fifth and sixth of every month, and then give them back with everything else intact? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Like, it's so openly criminal, it shocks me. <sighs> so wait a minute, so are we, or is are people speculating that the Secret Service wanted Pence to get Killed? No, not hurt. No. They were just trying to eliminate him because he wouldn't comply, uh, and then Grassley would have done it. Right. Why would the Secret Service be in want this to happen, though? I mean, they are like it's not because just like the head of the Secret Service is behind. Oh, that's to Trump. right. It was that guy. What's his name? Uh, shit. Well, I don't know. He yeah. works at he works at Snapchat now or something. <laughs> Remember that Jimmy Trump did to the Secret Service people around him the same thing he does to a lot of people. He bends them to his will. I mean, they're not infallible people they right, were but the republicans se- but the- and he turned them and they're loyal but, to him well the, the secret service isn't but their boss is and, and they have spent a lifetime working towards the position they're in and they lose it in a finger snap if they don't do what their boss says right but if they're bought bo- i mean like again i assume I, I know the secret service is like the it's like a branch it's like the cia or the fbi they you know so if this guy who, you know, we sound like idiots because we can't remember his name, but I know who you're talking about, says, well, listen, I need you to take Pence here and, you know, and then he may disappear. I am a, I'm hoping that there's some kind of code of honor that these Secret Service men take that they just wouldn't blindly follow this order. Well, remember that they're not a they're not a single unit. They're people just like every, every other place. So they don't ask Bob because they know Bob won't do it. But they will ask oh, Eric because so, so, Eric so will they do get, it. So they so they get these two. Okay, right. Or even even if even if the people involved weren't aware of the nefarious, you know, part of the plot. If your boss mm. and if you're in an organization where following the chain of command is the most important thing in your life, 
and your boss says, please take the vice president, his life is in danger, to this black site and do not let him leave for 24 hours because he's in that much danger, then you will drive him there. And despite his objections, you will make sure he is safe there for however long they need to pull off their their fucking plan. They're cool. Yeah. Yes. But I think the fact that we... That's fucking nutty. But the fact that we know about the conversation that Pence had with his primary Secret Service guy, he's he told his primary, I know who you are, I trust you, but I don't know the man driving it, I don't know where he's going to take me. Why do we know that conversation exists? I mean, there's no other reason except to point out that there are some in the Secret Service that Pence trusted and some that he did not. And the real question is, why didn't he trust him? Because he should have been able to. Well, he did have access to Trump all day, he probably knew what a psychopath he was. Very true. So he knew which individuals to trust, and he knew which individuals he he either couldn't trust or didn't know if he could trust. Right. So he opted to stay in the place where armed people were shitting in a building instead of getting guy, in that car. <laughs> or the guys that were assigned to him that were actual nut scumbags were like, do, do not, it. if yeah. it's not us, don't go with them because we've been hearing shit. Yeah, possible. And we don't, yeah, I mean, it could be anything. Yeah. But we don't know because- the Secret Service deleted a bunch of texts. Yeah. Right. All of them. All right. but one. Yeah, but w- one individual text. But only from those two days. That's the part <laughs> that I'm having the most trouble with, mm. with the people trying to just accept that that happens. Okay, fine. I will believe your lie that it was scheduled equipment maintenance or that you were you had been planning this upgrade since before the request was made, even though that's false. I can accept that. And then you give them back these phones And the only text messages that were lost were from January 5th and from January 6th. And everything else was intact. And that's just part of routine Mm. equipment upgrades. That's like bold bullshit. That's a level of unbelievable (laughs) that I can't get to. Yeah. I have another worse, worse question. Is that guy still in charge of the Secret Service? 100%. He has accepted a job. Gotta be fucking kidding me. He accepted a job. Once the scandal broke uh, as a as a board member of either TikTok or Snapchat, and that made it look even worse. So he asked them to hold that position until a rigorous internal investigation was finished. James but up Murray. up to this point, for the past year and a half? Yes. Yes. The head of the IRS, the head of the post, Postal Services, well, the I head of yeah, probably, probably Noah. Definitely the head of the Secret Service are all Trump appointees who have remained in their positions. Uh, uh, who's that guy who's always on the TV and tells me that he's going to raise interest rates? Powell, he's a Trump appointee. Yep, Biden got it. That's So one thing I've been trying to do is to fault Biden, not fault Biden so frequently for so many things, because I don't think that much is his fault. This, however, and I don't understand how government works, and Jared and I discuss this every <laughs> week. It's apparently just make it up as you go along. The idea that there would be people appointed by Trump to any possible position in the government, and he said, yep, that seems like the right person. I'm keeping him. Well, there's – Is there's unbelievable. Yeah, there's different levels of employment. I mean, some are considered secret, um, uh, public servants, and some are appointed by the president. He doesn't have the power to re- just outright fire people without repercussions. I think he should just take the repercussions and run with it, but uh, that's just me. I guess it's well, just it's, how long. I mean, is this a type of job where you get like, okay, you're in this job for eight years? Some of them probably you, are. You, yeah. Yeah. When do you, when do you leave? I don't, yeah, know. I don't know how that works. I don't know if these are again. If they're appointments, then then it's not like a 
they're not being voted in. No. Nope. So their appointment to that position is at the leisure of whoever appointed them. It could be for Biden's whole term. It could be for the rest of Jerome Powell's life. I don't know. I, I'm generally this is this is my own ignorance. Uh, well, I think just, I think the problem is that the different positions have different. There's different answer right. for for yeah. them. So right. So I, mean, I just don't thing. know. I feel like that's something you should target as the president because all the other stuff. I'm really really trying to give the old man a break because everybody's <laughs> like, oh, I hate Joe Biden. He doesn't do anything. To that, I would say, if I said, hey, Jared, will you please hand this piece of paper to Ray? And every time you tried to, I slapped it out of your hands and knocked it to the ground and then turned to you and said, see, Jared doesn't do anything. He can't even handle that one simple request. I really like, can't. That's what's happening to Biden. <laughs> sure. Yeah. He has tried dozens of things to improve the country. And the Republicans have slapped that piece of paper out of his hands and said, no, we're going to block everything. And then everybody turns back and goes, yeah, that Biden doesn't do anything. I just I, I can't I can't abide by that any longer. Yeah. I mean, you know, this week he killed Zawahiri. So there's got to be. Yeah, that's got to be Is a that plus. Later? Who's Zawahiri and why did he kill him? Zawahiri, he was uh, uh, the, the current leader of Al Qaeda. Oh, took took uh, over for bin Laden. Yeah, he was yep. bin Laden's number two. And he. Been living in Afghanistan in what's the big town? Kabul. Ah, uh, Kabul. In Kabul. Kabul. He'd been living in Kabul and just in a house. Uh, by the way, Grinch says that the guy that you're talking about is Tony Ornato, not Anthony Powell. What? Jerome Powell is or is Jerome the guy Powell. who comes on the TV and says the interest rates are going to go up. The guy who is in charge of the Secret Service may indeed be Tony Ornato. He was. Yeah. He uh, currently. Yeah, I'm sorry, Powell. Powell is is our financial uh, is the head of the Fed. Yeah. So this Secret Service thing, the January 6th is investigating all this shit. Correct. Right? Biden knows this. Everybody seems to know this. This guy is still in there because apparently you need a good reason to fire him, which I, I mean, come on, fabricate something and have him replace. So this guy is just like, well, get rid of those texts. How is he? And he's gone now? He left. Uh, he, he attempted to leave. That increased the pressure from the scandal. So he has... I believe postponed accepting a position on the board at Snapchat until the investigation of the missing texts is completed. Okay, so when we so we could get to the bottom of this and maybe bring him in front of the the. Yeah, the I mean, the sure. thing is, the Secret Service It'll only should, take another four years. The Secret yeah. Service should know that there are legal repercussions for deleting these texts. Like everything that the president does is a matter of national history. So. The idea, I mean, they they all know that deleting these texts is not something to be done. Actually, so they, it's, it's illegal. There's a, there's a federal requirement to keep communications. Yeah. So so they've willingly decided that well, we're just going to break the law and do so. Whatever is in those texts was worse than breaking the law to delete them. Right. And to be to be clear, the the penalty for purposefully. Destroying documents, federal documents, is 20 years in federal prison. So whatever it is that's in those texts is worse than 20 years in jail, federal jail. Assuming, but that would only hit one person, and they'll never get there. Possible. It was routine scheduled maintenance, Karen. Mm. Prove it otherwise. <laughs> I think that they can prove it otherwise. I think that they're just going to throw up an Oliver North for this, who who will, you know, do the time. Blame the because IT guy. <laughs> somebody, somebody has to, like... There I has also to be feel some like sort of. I also feel like there's got to be some way to recover them. I'm like, for real? Like we like you just hit delete or I mean like, come on. 
somewhere. So one of these guys has got to have these messages on his phone. Well, they're, remember, they're government-provided phones. So, I mean, unless they were using personal devices. But yeah, all of that stuff should have been backed up automatically. I mean, it really is outrageous from an IT point of view. That For it fuck's was... sake, call Verizon. Don't get it. <laughs> Verizon can tell you who contacted who, but not the content of the messages. For that, you might need the um, NSA. NSA. <laughs> uh, Justice Department. <laughs> I mean, it comes down to it. Pull in every Secret Service member. One of them will tell you what was in the message. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, listen, I remember I told you my therapist's son was a Secret Service agent for Trump. Hmm. And fucking hated him. <laughs> sure. I'm, pl- I'm sure plenty of Secret Service agents did. Uh, mainly because he treated them like hired help to, like, get cokes and shit for him. Sure. Right. <laughs> Sorry, okay. I like to be reminded that there's no limit to his scumbaggery. <laughs> yeah. Whether it be massive or casual, it's just nonstop. Is it even scumbaggery, or is it just, he's just so dumb, he doesn't even realize, like, get, having a Secret Service agent get you a Diet Coke is probably wrong. Mm-hmm. Um... You're not breaking these, any laws, but you're... All these oh, people right. no, are I beneath I didn't know him, that it was so. criminal, but I still call it scumbaggery because he's still a scumbag. I, I, I'm i not going to give him any more free passes based on oh, either I'm, ignorance or lack of education. I'm not say, I'm not giving him a free pass. I'm just saying... Oh, I'm, say, oh, I'm suggesting that it was malicious. Mm. Okay. And, I, said, and I'm, I'm su- the president. I'm suggesting, I'm you suggesting. guys serve me. <laughs> Go fucking dance on the table and get me a Coke if I tell you to. See, I'm suggesting that he's just bored with a silver spoon in his mouth, and he's still an ass. Asshole, but it, he just doesn't understand. I see. We're both. We're, we're both still saying it's going to break. I think. I think we're both driving. in the yeah. same direction, just just different lanes. <laughs> Is there anything else on January sixth? Um, negative. I don't think we've made it out of the follow up section, so I'm going to stop talking. For a while. <laughs> oh my god! See, this, <laughs> see, this is why I thought you guys were going to have a fast show last week. <laughs> right. Right. So I had to mention this, Georgia. So Georgia's doing its own independent investigation about Trump's efforts to overturn their vote specifically. Um, And this article I thought was interesting because prosecutors in Georgia have told 16 of the Republicans who signed on to be fake electors, uh, they are now targets of its investigation. So... These people had decided that they were going to be available to sign a uh, official election certificate, falsely declare Trump the winner of the state instead of the actual electoral college electors. And yeah, these people are now targets of the investigation. So they are, I mean, when, when, when it says target, that means they are possibly looking at legal prosecution themselves as well. Right. Right. And and to be clear, they didn't just put their hands up in the back of the room and say, yeah, okay, I'll do it. They signed a piece of paper, which was an unofficial elector's certificate that ultimately submitted, that was submitted to the National Archives. So they put pen to paper and said, uh, right. yeah, I am this person and I will do this. So. It's definitely something that they can't deny at this point. <laughs> right. Damn. I just thought I would mention it. I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, Georgia, no, I, 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 I think that, that seems. I mean, that's 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 pretty standard. You have the street level goons who committed the actual crime, and then they all have to get rounded up so we can work our way up the ladder. Right. Yeah. And since they're now targets, they can be questioned and they can be granted leniency if they f- give all the information they have. I'm not saying they will be, but they could be. Right. 
All right, uh, a couple other news. Moving on to news that happened the last two weeks. Uh, Bannon <laughs> was found guilty. Steve Bannon was found guilty of contempt. Um, and uh, with all of his bluster beforehand about how he was going to turn over the world and show everybody how it's done, he mounted no defense whatsoever. Like, that, I thought that was odd. I think during the prosecutor's case, his lawyer made some, you know, unique arguments. But yeah, they mounted no defense whatsoever. They said, you know, defendant rests when it came to, to their turn. And the judge went, okay. <laughs> All right. I guess you are obviously guilty. Yeah. And the jury spent like four hours getting lunch and going, yeah. <laughs> I think it was three hours and I think it was so they could get a free lunch. <laughs> right. How long do we have to stay here till we get our vouchers? <laughs> All right. We'll see you in three hours and 31 minutes. <laughs> he seems to, I feel like he was like, and was insinuating that this was some kind of win for him, though. Oh, of course he tried to turn it, twist it, but no. <laughs> he faces two years in prison, not till October, but I mean, I'm sure he thinks that, you know, President will, you know, Trump will be president again and then he'll get pardoned and it'll be all fine. But in the no, meantime, I mean, yeah, if that's his. If that's his rationale, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, if that's the case, I mean, if he's sentenced in October, he'll appeal and probably be in jail by October 2024. So he'll be in, he figures he'll be in jail just for a couple of days. <laughs> and has he gone in front of the committee? He did the, the committee already, right? Um, he said he was going to. I don't know when it was supposed to be. Yeah, that, I'm not sure about that. That was Wait. one of... That was one of his arguments for getting out of the court case was that I, I said I'd go now. And they went, no, you, 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 you know, you broke the law back then. We don't care what you're doing now. Let me, I got to rewind on the no jail math because I, I'm not following. Uh, it's, yeah, I think he'll have. It's 2022 now. Yeah. And you said he'll be sentenced in October of this year, correct? Right. Correct. But then he'll appeal. And... Oh, right. If it's appealable, that's fine. Even if it's not appealable, you think he's going to get jail time for contempt? He's going to get probation with some lighthouse arrest and he can still do everything he does from home and well it's a minimum it's a minimum it's a minimum of 30 days in jail and it was two Ooh, it was two, it was 30 days to one year i thought but, but there he, were two counts that right. he was guilty of so it's from 60 days to two years unless the judge says concurrent which i i have to suspect is a possibility in which case the absolute minimum is 30 days and the maximum of two years jail. And I don't know if he can appeal, like he could appeal the trial, but I don't think you can appeal the sentencing. Right. No, probably not. So he'll appeal the trial probably before October 21st, before sentencing. Yeah. That's probably how it'll go down. But yeah. I think most of those appeals will just be thrown out, though. Yeah, but it'll take months to get through them, is the problem. Yeah. Well, they have yeah, I don't until know how many you can have October if you 21st. No defense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, that's not true. even live. Yeah. Yeah, like what what improprieties could have occurred in that trial that you just occur that you just took part in where you said nothing? You throw your lawyer under the bus for you know bad counsel. He told you that you didn't need to defend yourself, and clearly you did. Uh, it could be. We will see. Maybe mm. something will happen. I doubt it. Uh, related in a way, Alex Jones defamation mm. trial has it already begun? I know yes. last week oh, it was yes. set oh. to begin. I think it's yes. already begun, right? The highlights are great. <laughs> I, I have not followed this. Like, I can't stand Alex Jones, so... Do tell. Yeah, has there been more? Do you guys know more about it? Just the people that they're interviewing who've worked for InfoWars and just, like, in their straightforward way of saying, yes, uh, I lied. Well, that was the truth, I believed at the time. 
type mm. shit. And then Alex Jones, I just read this before we got on the show, uh, keeps like turning to the jury to say stuff. And they keep splicing in there as they're talking. They're like, well, we thought that was uh, that was the truth that I believe, just like the mainstream media does. And the judge yelled at Alex Jones. She's like, this isn't your fucking show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't put fucking. I did. But Sure. <laughs> yeah, he's toast. Yeah, I mean, he has lost every court case regarding this that he has been in, so... Right. And, well, I think they're going to declare bankruptcy again, so... I mean, it's interesting that they're just going after his money, because it's as recompense, and it's the thing that hurts him the most, which makes me happy. (laughs) Yeah. Sure. I agree. Hey, in a sort of related thing, did you hear, uh, you know, because, well, in a related way in the sense that Alex Jones got banned off of most platforms, Mm -hmm. that Verizon is like... Fuck you, OAN. We're not carrying your shit anymore. Yeah. OAN is... Yep. I heard that, that OAN is, is uh, you know, it's a death rattle around the office. Yeah, there. I, I read an article that, that was telling me about that, how Verizon dropped them and, and most other carriers, all major carriers have dropped them. There was something now, about... So other than a few independent, they're, they're, they're almost done. Newsmax, on the other hand, is doing great. Well, wait till those Dominion lawsuits come in and see how they're doing. Yeah. All right, the next thing that I've got is a guy over in Colorado. This uh, this hit my feed, and I put it in here because this was, again, a case of voter fraud. And the like most of the cases of voter fraud, it was actually voting for Trump. But it got even weirder. So this guy, the way he committed fraud is he signed his wife's ballot and submitted it as a vote for Trump. However, his wife uh, has been missing. Now, he didn't try. He didn't like forge her signature. He actually signed it like uh, in the uh, like a uh, uh, power of attorney kind of field, whatever it is on the ballot. He put his signature on as a vote for Trump. Now, as it turns out, that uh, that that That's is voter fraud. <laughs> <laughs> she had been missing. And uh, why had she been missing? Well, as it turns out. About five months earlier, she was reported missing after going for a bike ride uh, for their home. Prosecutors had charged him with her murder, Hmm. uh, accusing him of killing her after discovering that she was having an extramarital affair. However, all charges were dropped against him because prosecutors were sanctioned by a judge for violating discovery rules. So the way that they got the evidence against him was inappropriate, so Uh. they dismissed all the evidence and dismissed the charges against him. So So she's not declared murdered, she's just declared missing? She's still missing. Okay. There is no body from the last I have seen. But uh, yeah, they, they think it was him, they had evidence that it was him, but they didn't collect the evidence correctly, so maybe the evidence was flawed. And uh, then, then he also decided, well I got away with murder, so I'm going to get away with casting her vote for Trump. And uh, yeah, he's not getting away with that. He he made an argument that what he didn't know it was wrong. He, you know, he, that's what she would have wanted. <laughs> oh well, shit! I know what everybody in my town wants too. Can I just vote for them? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, well, Jared, he saw all those other people cheating, and he figured one more wouldn't hurt. Yeah. Right. Well, well you mean that- the, you mean the Democrats cheating? Oh yeah. Well, here- rampant voter fraud. Right, here's the direct quote. I just thought, give him another vote. I figured all these other guys are cheating, end quote. Oh, he actually said that. He actually said that, yeah. So he 
I mean, that's the problem is that a lot of these people that are, you know, committing voter fraud believe that there's rampant voter fraud. So they're committing it to, you know, uh, balance the scales. It's it. like- <laughs> yeah. It's amazing, though, that they caught just one person doing one little vote. Yet all that massive mm-hmm. voter fraud on the other side, they couldn't get one piece of evidence. Right. Of well, millions Hillary, Hillary's and millions. really sneaky. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, that too. I forgot about Hillary's 30 million fake votes. She couldn't win, but clearly she's to blame for Biden. No, he did plead guilty to one count of forgery, a felony, and was sentenced to one year of supervised probation. So not not a... As long as as he has now lost his right to vote. Hmm. Oh, a felony. It is a felony. Depends on the state, though, right? Where is he? Colorado? He was in Colorado, yes. Yeah. Oh, that sounds promising for him. I retract my temporary... Scheidenfreiter themed enthusiasm. <laughs> Can a felon vote in Colorado? Probably. Mm-hmm. They're pretty liberal about most things there. They are. But if he's under supervision, how's he going to hide her body? <laughs> Felons could vote after they serve their prison sentence and complete parole. So while he's on probation oh. and stuff. Oh, actually, they can vote while on probation, just not on parole. Okay. So once uh, his okay. so sentence is cleared, he'll be able to vote again. Right. Well, his sentence is probation, isn't it? Yeah. There you go. He's good. Um, no consequences. He got away with murder and voter fraud. This guy's awesome. Supervi- yeah, supervised probation. Yeah, I think you might be right. Damn it. <laughs> well, it's amazing how these people never learn the lessons. Yeah. Well, don't tell Susan Collins that. She'll be surprised. Mm. <laughs> uh, if the office database still lists you as being under supervision, you will receive an Ill- ineligibility letter from the office. So you're ineligible if you are on supervised probation. Oh, okay. Okay. For one year. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I wanted to hit a couple of abortion things. In Kentucky, I know it's Kentucky, but it's not what you think. A oh. judge has They're said- all being destroyed by floods? <laughs> it is. But uh, yes. a judge has uh, declared that their Human Life Protection Act and heartbeat law, which were passed and were waiting for the road to be overturned, has deemed- A judge has deemed those, uh, those two laws too theocratic- and that they use too much of a religious argument for them to be legal. So he has struck that, struck them down, and abortion procedures can continue in the state of Kentucky. All right. Until he's overturned. Right. They'll, they'll pass new ones next time. Right. Hey, in addition to that, didn't the DOJ just say today that they're putting in something, uh, some kind of federal law that if uh, no matter what state you live in, if you go to the hospital and your life is in jeopardy, the hospital does have to treat you, and that could include an abortion in the case of with certain women and you know pregnancy complications. Sort of. yeah. That is already the law. Oh, okay. They are suing Idaho because their abortion ban is attempting to supersede that federal law, and they are saying Idaho, you cannot do this because federally they have to be able to provide this if that is what right. they deem is the correct procedure uh and so yes this is this is the first justice department challenge from uh this recent slew of abortion bans all right and it's really really bad because you there is no line in the sand where a woman's life is not in danger then it is in danger um so take a look at you know if you look at an ectopic pregnancy an ectopic pregnancy is always going to fail it is if you let it continue it will kill the mother it's just going to happen but there is a period of time where everything's just hunky-dory. There's pain right. and there's no immediate danger. 
the danger is three weeks from now. So do you mm-hmm. wait the three weeks? Do you have to wait the three weeks? And what if the doctor doesn't wait the three weeks? Are they now going to go to jail because they didn't wait the three weeks? So, I mean, and that's that's a, you know, fairly straightforward um, type of pregnancy that is going to fail. There's a million other types that are more nebulous, you know, bleeding and, you know, the the all kinds of different things. And you're putting the onus on doctors to say, I'm willing to go to jail you're not going to die today. You're not going to die tomorrow. You're probably not going to die next week. You will die at some point in the future, oh, but geez. I don't know when. So and we have, have to wait until you're right on the borderline before we can do anything. Right. It's absolutely Great. crazy. Yeah. Hey, speaking of absolutely crazy, uh, the other one, Georgia's going the other way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Georgia Appeals Court has allowed all of the abortion laws to take effect. So detectable human heartbeat, that's it. Which, again... It's not really a heart at that point, but right. all right, whatever. And how early does that show up? Uh, it varies. It depends on who's doing the reading as well. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. But as early as six weeks. Yeah, typically around eight, but yeah, as right. early as six. And it's not something that is, you know, black and white measurable. It's, I hear a heartbeat. And no, there's no heartbeat. It's two weeks. <laughs> it's, <sighs> it's all arbitrary. And it's going to cost women's lives in this country, mostly poor women. But it'll save so many little babies. It won't, though. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> That's the key to the whole thing. You have to make sure abortion has a really serious stigma around it, and you have to convince people that the people on the other side of the argument are doing it casually for fun mm. pretty much every day. No matter how far into the pregnancy they're having, they're having it 9, 10, 11 months after the pregnancy. <laughs> It's just an abortion party. I Babies are being wholesale slaughtered. I can't so that begin we can to get tell high you on adrenochrome. I can't begin to tell you how many times I have arguments with people that they are that they are not aborting babies at nine months old. Yeah, I don't. I don't doubt that you have them all the time. That's that the, is the key the, key and to not, keeping people confused and frightened. Yeah. Right, and not and not just at nine months that like a woman walks into an abortion clinic and goes. I'm nine months pregnant. I don't feel like having the baby. Can you kill it? And they're like, no problem. We love doing that. That's our thing. It's our bag, baby. Get that baby out of here. How do you want it to die? You want it chopped up? You want to shoot Slow it? Slow and painful? Or yeah, quick, you know. <laughs> quick and messy. Do you want me to just put some dynamite in it? Yes. Can you set aside 30 minutes? Because we got like a whole torture machine if you want to do that <laughs> set up. Like, and then they'll insist it. No, no, no. Uh, they pull the baby out and turn its neck. and I'm like, no, they don't. No. They do not do that. No fucking doctor does that. No. It's, it's. I mean, like, the, the, I just yep. can't take it anymore. Arguing against people that have made, that have, you know, have beliefs that are completely irrational. Here's the thing, though. This argument that I'm having with people, they're not religious either. Yeah. Well, they are they're in a way. Yeah. They're just, their religion is, is republicanism. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, I guess so. But, yeah. I mean, that was, and that's just... I mean, obviously, it's horrible and shady and bad politics, but I mean, in a way, it's just good politics that the mm. <laughs> that the wealthiest, most elite, most evil party is like, how can we reach out to raw America? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't believe in anything they believe in. Well, let's just throw them some culture war shit, <laughs> see if that sticks, and the dummies will vote for us every goddamn time. <laughs> it's true. That's how, because- that's how the, the parental rights in education bill was so successful. Mm. Never in the history of America has a class grades K through three 
had a section of it where they were instructed about homosexuality or homosexual relationships. It's never goddamn happened in this country one time. But as long as you tell them that it's happening, <laughs> get all shaken up about it. The idea to even think that that happens in kindergarten is preposterous. Yeah. No, don't you know that they're having drag queens come in and teach kids on how to be drag queens in kindergarten? <sighs> they're grooming them. I, I, they're grooming them. <laughs> they are. So it's all indoctrination. 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 Well, you remember when you were indoctrinated to be, you know, heterosexual, right? That happened. Well, it's because I avoided all those drag queen story times. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> I, I was just, just a, a hotbed of disaster. I was a complete blank slate, like Karen says, until they told me to be heterosexual. Right. Yeah. And then I learned about it. Had, you know, had I had conflicting things, you know, who knows where I probably would be by. <laughs> Did you hear about Ron DeSantis and what he did to the restaurant in Florida? Oh, now what? No. No, but I'm sure it was petty and ridiculous. <laughs> oh, it sure was. He, uh, this restaurant had a entertainer or a singer and it was a, it was a drag queen. Mm. Yeah. And it, there might have been some suggestive grinding of hips or something going on in there. And he used a 1945 uh, public indecency law to bust the restaurant for it. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. That's how they got two live crew. <laughs> same state, same law. Oh, you're probably right, yeah. Yep, they didn't like all the dirty words they used to say, so they told them they had to stop or go to jail. <laughs> I got more on DeSantis in a bit. Oh, great. <laughs> get to it, Doug. <laughs> uh, but before they're, they're, we get there... They're also going to be banning Mrs. Doubtfire and, and Tootsie. <laughs> from... <laughs> <laughs> so some political stuff. Um, Senate. The Senate had proposed changes to the elector's law. Uh, two senators... Susan Collins and Joe Manchin, yeah. they made two separate proposals, one to clarify the way that states submit electors and uh, the way that the vice president tallies the votes, and the other would bolster security for state and local election officials because of violence and harassment that they faced during this last year. These all appear to be really good efforts. So I am I'm I'm hoping that this actually goes through if it hasn't already. This was last Wednesday, so I can't imagine it's made much more progress. But oh, it's been vetoed by now. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, I haven't heard that, but um It yeah. depends. Are the Republicans mad about something right now? Right. No. That's right? really what when, it boils when, down to. Yeah, when they feel like they've been slighted in any way, they'll shut down anything. They are the party of vengeance. So speaking of that, so the the bill about you know um, soldiers and who are around uh, burn pits. So it the didn't pack that. It didn't pass, but then it passed this evening. It did pass this evening, yes. But how did right. it not pass and then pass? Well, it they, passed they, the first time, but there was a problem oh, with right. the way that the vote was done. And then the second time, when it should have automatically passed, the Senate was mad because Manchin decided to join on the climate change thing. So right. they all decided to go against it. I think it passed this time because... Backlash. <laughs> fucking <laughs> veterans you're fucking with now. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. all the well, veterans was, who support yeah. Republicans question this now. Sure. And, uh, yeah, there so, was no not all. rationalization that they could sell their base where they weren't getting, getting uh, you know, losing polling numbers for the midterms. Right. Not all of them. I, a friend of mine whose father's a veteran, this was explained to him, and he was like, I don't think that's right. And then when he found out it was right, he was still like, eh, no, I'm, he just wasn't buying it. Hmm. So not all of them, but yes, most of them, who were the, the vocal ones who were out and about, were 
livid. And maybe maybe John Stewart's cursing at them in public. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, that probably helped a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. And of course, Pat Toomey's the one who was defending the no vote. Can you fucking Oh yeah, he's got no skin in the game. He's leaving. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's going to magically transform into Dr. Oz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. So there's an article in Washington Post talking about the fact that the Democrats actually can get things done now. I don't know what has suddenly changed. I know Manchin has changed his tune on a couple things um, and that they've been able to pass some stuff. But the the article in Washington Post says that this is this is the time to strike, basically. The the severe reduction from the what was it 1.7 trillion dollar bill to get it passed as a 400 and some million dollar bill but it was a good step it was a very good step yeah listen from what i'm hearing there's actual real good shit in this yeah they pared it down but yeah even climate scientists were like this shit's real yeah (laughs) it's gonna make it not as much as it should be but it's a big step in the right direction it's not a baby step so that's all good yeah absolutely I can't believe that Joe Manchin, everybody loves him now. I'm shocked <laughs> by this, but whatever. If that makes him happy and vote our way, then let him let him at it. Sure. Well, he got I'm, stuff for the the for coal as well. So yeah, whatever. Another thing that passed the Respect for Marriage Act. It's an act that would make it so that if you're married, whether your marriage is same sex or not, if you have a marriage certificate in one state, it has to be recognized by all states. Hmm. Uh, this this has passed, and the right wing Christian people just uh, had a shit fit about it. Apparently, forty seven Republicans voted for this, hmm. and uh, yeah, so they are all now. You know, are they going to get reelected and et cetera? Maybe they're starting to realize that seventy percent of the country doesn't care, or right, or, do, or actually does care about equality. No, no, I mean, <laughs> but I'm saying, but they don't care if gay people get married. Sure. Even if they and, don't approve, uh, they don't care. Yeah. And they're starting to realize that maybe if, Repub- if Democrats do come out and vote, that just winning their primaries isn't enough because then they have to win over people like us mm. and they can't and they're fucked. Well, they have to they have to win over the people in the middle and there's no way. That, there's uh, we've stuff established like that. there is no, but there's no middle. I don't want to. Mm. Right, Ian? That's <laughs> bullshit, right? I don't know. Let's see how far <laughs> the new Andrew Yang party gets. Mm. Oh my god! <laughs> and then I, you know, I feel like that will will really help to decide if the middle is fake or if the middle is as vast as people claim that it is. Or there's just a big chunk of people in the country that are lazy. Well, there was I don't know. I want to say a long ongoing stretch of um, most of the history of the country. Where the United States did really well with mediocrity, like mm. like everybody was okay-ish in the middle, and it wasn't you know nothing was ever good or rosy. I'm just now it feels more like you know either side A is like no one hundred percent what we want all the time, no compromise, death otherwise, and the other option is no one hundred percent what we want. All the time, no compromise or death. And I'm like, yeah, but we were so happy not caring. Mm. We had MTV and American Gladiators. Gay people weren't allowed to get married. Right. Well, they just didn't have to talk about it. We told them, we won't ask you about it. Just keep it to yourselves. But now that's all hateful and unwelcome. That's fine. It's just, goddamn. 
So much intensity. It doesn't need to be that intense. Mm. It's just the government people. I, I do blame the media for that, both sides. It's I do! Yeah. The media sucks. It's just... See? We're bully- it's what you get when you believe the mainstream media. <laughs> but it, but I, but you know, I we sound like that's where we're going, but it's not. But right. I just want... I don't think it's so much. I don't think it's so much the media media. is a corporate scumbag. (laughs) I mean, yes, okay, the media is a corporate scumbag, but I I think this division has like, it's just like it's that one issue voter bullshit that it's come down to. On I I would say on the Republican side, on Mm. our side, I think it's more like we only have two choices: destruction or slight destruction. Or slow-moving destruction, I guess. Is, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yes, I know Nancy Pelosi's a piece of shit. I do, too. Yep. Anybody who's a millionaire is a piece of shit, in my opinion. That's right? true. And, like, and completely out of touch. But do I think Nancy Pelosi's going to try to overthrow a fucking election? No. <laughs> so I have to choose Nancy Pelosi. I'm sorry. I have to vote for Joe Biden. Because my other option was death. <laughs> Cake or death. Yeah. Right. And and again, when people bring up, yes, there should be a third party or, you know, other options. But right. not when not when <laughs> that's going to take away. And the only other option is the country falling apart. Right. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, if, you know, as scared as I was as Mitt Romney, I'm like, they should have done it when, when Mitt Romney was running. Let's do a third party then. Sure. sure. He nah. was just a normal run-of-the-mill villain. Yeah. yeah. Now he's a Mormon, and that creeps me out. Apologize to the Church of Latter-day Saints. I know you don't like to be called Mormons anymore. But yeah, I mean, so that part of it him made me made me anxious. But yeah, like he's just a rich, out-of-touch, run-of-the-mill villain. Not like a crazy anarchist, burn it to the ground and make me your king villain. That's just too much. <laughs> well, I didn't feel personally threatened by Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney? Yeah! <laughs> but as, as, I hear that. as a vocal atheist, yeah, I feel slightly threatened by some of these people. I don't like that. Yeah, it's, I mean, and, and again, and I, 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 listen, I understand dem- some certain liberals who are like, Joe Biden's getting nothing done, the world is on fucking fire, and this and that, and are probably thinking about sitting it out again. And I guess they're willing to watch the world burn to prove a point that <laughs> At this point, it's just never going to happen because it, because the way that the, the game is rigged right now, until that changes, no third party is going to survive. Andrew Yang's, what is it called? The forward party or whatever? That sounds I right. I don't know. I wasn't listening. That guy. <laughs> it's made up for of like. A, for, it, yeah, I was going to say for a successful multimillionaire, that guy fails at a lot. Mm. Yeah. It's made up of like eight Repu- former Republicans and Andrew Yang. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's going nowhere. It's going to go nowhere. And if it, the only thing it can do is siphon votes away from us, unfortunately. Well, it'll probably s- siphon some away from the Republicans as well, but probably more from Democrats. Maybe I don't know, but mm. well, and with I the mean, people with the people that are running now, that's that's really more dangerous than ever. Mm. Next couple of things that I had were talking about uh, some of the GOP primaries, specifically uh, in Maryland. There's uh, there's a guy running in Maryland who got the GOP primary. He's a creationist, Michael Perutka. Perutka? I don't know how you pronounce that. But uh, this guy is a creationist. Uh, he did the uh, answers in Genesis when they announced a dinosaur exhibit. One of the dinosaurs, actually the, the major, the, there's a skeleton of an allosaur that was donated to the museum, was donated by this guy. 
So he is not just a creationist, but he's he's really that's a that's a lot of money for the creation museum. He has uh yeah, he won the primary. So he is going to be on the ticket in Maryland. Or Dan Cox, another one in Maryland. Uh he has got the GOP gubernatorial nomination. Uh he is Trump backed. These it's just examples of depending on how things go in Maryland, it could be complete right-wing creationist Christian nationalist Trumpers. Right? Well, it's the same thing here. This is no different yeah. than Pennsylvania. Mm. For some reason, and I'll tell you what the reason is, but for some reason, the Democratic Party is playing a fucking dangerous game. Mm. So sure that they're going to mop the floor with these election-denying Trump-backed psychos that they're, you know, that they're making sure that they win their primaries thinking, oh, no one's going to go with these crazy extremists. Hmm. And fucking, they're just playing a game with the lives of everyone in their state. And, it's, I mean, it's kind of they're working. all millionaires, so they don't give a shit. It's kind of working, though. Is it? <laughs> well, from what I heard, I mean, obviously, I mean, if you if you watch what's going on, like, I, I don't know about the Dr. Oz thing, but Fetterman is destroying him in most polls. Um, again, we know that polls don't mean that much. Right. But it's still a pretty good sign. And also, Doctor, and also, the Republican Party is starting to get nervous that Doctor Oz is not doing that well. He's also hasn't done any digital ads in the past two months, and Fetterman's just clowning on him everywhere. And apparently, Mastriano is running around every day just defending that he's not a Nazi. <laughs> um, because <laughs> I curious. guess he got. Go ahead. Was Mastriano was he at the uh, Turning Point Student Action Summit in uh, in Florida last week? Is it, I don't know. I, I didn't know exactly what the story was. He got he went to something with some Nazi. Okay. I didn't catch the whole fucking story, but uh, you so, know. And good. I uh, well, I wanted to talk about the uh, turning point thing, but if you had more about Mastriano, no, no, that was it. But I'm sure he probably was. <laughs> <laughs> so the Turning Point Student Action Summit in Tampa was attended by DeSantis, Donald Trump, Ted Cruz, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Matt Gates. I'm just wondering who all was there. Like, would, would turning point Mastriano would have fit right in there. Oh yeah. Um, if he wasn't there physically, I'm sure he was there in spirit. <laughs> some of the uh, some of the things discussed. I mean, it was it was pretty much all about you know uh, it was like a revival for Christian nationalists in the GOP. Marjorie Taylor Greene actually said that the GOP should become a Christian nationalist party. Like, point blank, she said that. Yeah. Meanwhile, outside the convention center, there were people waving swastikas and other Nazi flags, SS flags. Some of the people who were there denounced the uh, the Nazis. However, Some one of them that did not <laughs> was the governor of Florida himself, Ron DeSantis. Wow. I mean, between that and the, the Texas gay Republicans being... All kinds of pissed off at the at the GOP in Texas. They're they're whittling down the number of people who are willing to tolerate them. When asked about uh, the the Nazis, DeSantis did not condemn them. He <laughs> said he actually hailed freedom loving young folks in the free state of Florida. Wow. Let me tell you something, profane argument podcast. <laughs> That's the next nominee. It ain't gonna be Trump. It's him. DeSantis. Yep. Yeah, but the war That's, to get to the, to, to the nomination I'm, is going to be epic. Doesn't matter. I'm telling you right now, mm. it's going to be him. 
I heard old. <laughs> I saw um, that um, there is speculation in some circles that Marjorie Taylor Greene will be the vice presidential candidate with Trump. Yeah, bold. <laughs> I th- actually, I think a year ago I called her being the next president. So don't listen to what I say. But <laughs> VPU is yeah. That that's that's not more reasonable. I was going to say it's more reasonable. It's not. It's horrifying. Uh, Trump. I like Trump Taylor Green. I, it flows well. <laughs> Looks good on a sign. Hmm. It would be a, clarify, a clarifying point for this country if that went forward and they won. It would be clear that people have to leave. <laughs> the, the, the level of, of clarity that comes with that kind of nonsense. I mean, listen, what are you staying for at that point? As long as the Democratic Party can get their fucking shit together, mm. and they had a good week this week, they did. and that's good, that's good, and have not people lose faith, they can't win. It's not like Donald Trump is picking up more fucking voters over the over the years. True, he's losing them. It's Ron DeSantis you need to worry about, but <laughs> but I'm saying like say another Trump Biden fucking lineup. Mm. Well, we did this, we played this game before, and Trump lost. You just have to keep people's head in the game and mm. not have them lose faith. Fair. Now, can they do that? I don't know. Nancy Pelosi's in fucking Taiwan right now for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Pissing off China. Yeah, I don't know what the, the yeah. what the what's the what's the backstory to that. I don't get it. <laughs> I I don't know, but what I what I can guarantee you is that the Speaker of the House does not travel to foreign soil without the approval of the administration. Oh, right. This was calculated. Who can we send to make the point, but not too send high Biden. up the chain? Yeah, <laughs> right. don't send Biden. Yeah, you can't send the VP. That's too high up. Nancy Pelosi was the right calculated answer. <laughs> What's the plan? I don't know. I have yeah. no idea. Yeah, that's what I can't figure out. <laughs> don't know. Is Taiwan, uh, yeah, Taiwan know. sitting Just... on some lithium batteries or something? Something we need? <laughs> Oh, ta- oh, I mean, probably. I, I just, I feel like, um, you know, Taiwan. Jai made some public statements mm. that Biden didn't like, so this is Biden's way of pushing back. And mm. Taiwan makes, it's some crazy percentage of the semiconductors in the world. I think it was like 40% of the semiconductors. If sudden, suddenly 40% of the supply of semiconductors went away, that would be a problem. <laughs> mm. And of course, the major problem with this is because... The Speaker of the House was was going to Taiwan. China decided that this would be a good idea for milita- military naval uh, maneuvers. <laughs> and at the same time, the U.S. was like, oh, China's doing military, you know, the Navy ship maneuvers. We need to do maneuvers as well. Probably <laughs> best if we do that near China. So there's a whole lot going on in the in the sea near China. So, yeah, tensions are high. But again... <laughs> There has to be a plan. Like, the the administration did not do this and just be like, man, we'll see what happens. Like, yeah, that yeah, is. This isn't, this isn't a reporter going, hey, Donald Trump, do you want to meet Kim Jong-un? Fuck yeah, yeah I do. Right. Bring him on. Yeah, I love that guy. He's the best. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> That's not how Biden does things. No. All right, last thing I got. We're running out of time. I did want to mention this, however. Scientology, because we sure. haven't talked about them enough. Uh, so the Scientologists have filed with the Supreme Court to uh, to overturn some of the uh, some of the things that are going on in court. And this apparently all surrounds Danny Masterson. Danny Masterson mm. has been accused of sexual assault. He denies Who's Danny Masterson, right? <laughs> Hide from that know. 70s show. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, he denies the charges. Uh, he the, the women then sued the church, claiming that the church was harassing and intimidating them over the allegations against Masterson. And the church is now making the argument that the entire case needs to be thrown out on technicality <laughs> because those women previously signed a faith-based service contract. The contract is the Scientologist billion-year contract. <laughs> oh, my God. They signed That's this contract, the... so clearly they shouldn't be allowed to sue us. They can't attack Danny Masterson <laughs> like this. They are contractually obligated for the next billion years. And, and to be faith-based arbitration is yes. what they're... Yeah. Huh. Because the can contract says up? that... Can this hold up? This can't hold up. I can it. I certainly hope not. But with the Supreme Court, in reality, Court? or with the current Supreme Court, wrong religion though. They don't. Yeah, they're not gonna. They're not gonna back Scientology. Even that's too wacky for them. Yeah, it's, mm. it's not Christianity. They don't. They don't. It, they don't. Well, I know. I know. But I just. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like I get it, and I just never know. Sorry. So much of this is is a mind boggler. I hope it doesn't go anywhere. I mean, mm. sorry. In Discord, you had posted that picture with the with the link to this. Just look at that signage. If looking at that signage doesn't confirm that your religion is bullshit for you, then you're you're done. Mm. There's no hope for you. <laughs> that sign alone tells me everything I need to know about these wackadoos. I do find it interesting that they have a, a cross at the top of it. But Right. They just cobble together yeah. some random imagery, <laughs> make up a nonsense word, let it rip. Yeah. Ah. Uh, the lower court said that the uh that they could not use arbitration because the incident occurred after the woman left the church. Therefore, it no there longer applied. Go. But their argument is that it's a billion-year contract, so it doesn't matter if they left or not. <laughs> Interesting. Dude, I hope the judge just goes, hey, get fucked, all right? We're not <laughs> playing this fucking game. Yeah, they shouldn't take it out. <laughs> no, they shouldn't. But if they do decide to not take it up, does that mean that well, if they don't take it up, then it just stays as is. Right. But the the concern would be that if they side against Scientology, then would that be a precedent that would be used against Christians? But ah. as we are all aware, precedents mean shit to the Supreme Court. So <laughs> Right, and it's the wrong religion. So precedent only matters right. if you're talking about the right religion. So Correct. All right. On that note. Uh, I don't have anything else. Just a quick side thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just a quick side thing. I'll never understand this. Wouldn't it just be easier for Scientologists to go, wow, Danny fooled us all and he was a bad person. <laughs> and he should go to jail for what he did. Why do groups need to defend, like, tooth and nail the other people? Like, same thing with the cops. Oh, yeah. He did shoot that guy and he wasn't supposed to. You should fire him and replace him with somebody better. Well, I think All right, and the, and well, the story. Two, two different arguments, right. though. So, Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. So the first one, as you know, I am charming, wealthy, and incredibly famous. But now that I see that you don't support your members in their darkest hours, why would I join your organization? You're nothing but cowards. It's nothing but lip service. I'm done with you. Next. Now, the other one, the thin blue line, that's a totally different, that's a totally different thing. That is... I mean, you got to just keep that locked up for your own protection as a cop, because eventually mm. you could find yourself doing something that isn't entirely above board. And you want to know that no matter what, these guys are going to cover for you. And if, you're out there. You're out there putting your life on the line every day, Jared. Mm. 
Yeah. You are I, in I know. constant peril. And, and even on a more innocent note, these are people that you rely on to, to cover your back. These are people that you rely on to protect your life if circumstances are dire. So Okay, the cop one makes sense. Danny yeah. Masterson's not a star anymore. But just let him go. Like, but he if he if he held a press conference, if he said, "I'm going to tell you all the backstory of Scientology," every reporter would be there. So he is a he's oh, a so, threat oh, to Scientology. Okay, okay, okay. So now that's right. that's a different angle. That if he's got shit to spill, sure. Okay, then that makes more sense. Well, if okay. he spent two hundred thousand dollars on them, that he does have shit to spill. Like. <laughs> He can confirm but a I, lot of craziness. I, I, I always assumed that that Scientology shtick was I had I was more concentrated on the fact that they usually get shit on you <clears throat> and make sure that you don't fucking open your mouth. But yeah, I see it for okay. That makes more sense. I'm done. Yeah, that's. I was gonna say I didn't even consider that angle either. Now that you said that, the idea that they that letting cutting him loose could turn him into a male Leah Remini. Yeah, they don't want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leah Remini did. Leah Remini did a decent amount of damage to them, so no. I would say yes. She raised a lot of awareness. Mm. All right. Does anybody have anything else? Not I. Nope. I am satisfied. Okay, then I'm gonna wrap it up for this week. Uh, first, I want to start by thanking our patrons for supporting the podcast, especially Hypatia, Heston Gixon, and Grinch McScrooge, who join us tonight and uh, provide some feedback. Do appreciate it. If you enjoy the podcast, you can support it by joining them on our Patreon page and uh, chatting in Discord as we record. Or, if you can't do that, you can share the podcast on social media or leave a review for us wherever you happen to listen. Again, if you want to contact us, facebook.com slash profaneargument or tweet at profanearg. Uh, I'd also like to encourage you to check out shows on the soon-to-be-named network soon to be named network.com you will find a host of podcasts for your listening pleasure again thanks for listening and until next time i'm ray i'm karen i'm jared this is ian thank you good night and may your god go with you 